Welcome to Antique Dust. Hello and welcome to Antique Dust. And we are dusting down the awesome TV show from 1975, The Changes. Welcome, I am Jonathan. And I'm Rob. And together we are Antique, Antique Dust. Dust. Woo! Yay. Yay. So, um, yes, the changes. The changes. What's that strange noise, Jonathan? Oh, I don't know. I think it's it... just making me want to smash things up. Oh, and... oh no. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I think it's past now. <laughs> so, if anyone doesn't know what the changes is, it's a drama series based off the book by uh, uh, Peter Dickinson. And uh, it's. The book is actually a trilogy. Yes, well, it, I think in hindsight you call it a trilogy, even though it was actually published in reverse order. So The Weathermongers, which was the first book to be written, is actually forms the last book of the trilogy. So and there's that book prequels. and then yeah. a couple of prequels that have been sort of brought together um, and published as a trilogy, but in reverse order. So that the, the chronologically earliest book, The Devil's Children, appears first. In the, in the trilogy, even though it was written last. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think so. It's a little so, bit confusing. If anyone doesn't know what the general storyline is, something mysterious has happened in the UK, uh, which means all the populations suddenly turn against technology. Yes, there's a mysterious noise that emanates and around the, the country, and then people go... bit go, doolally. Go a bit doolally, start smashing up televisions and toasters and... Bicycles, bicycles for some reason I, um, I would have thought bicycles would have been all right I really. thought, yeah because that's more of a mechanical thing yeah but but hey they had go. moving parts Ooh. yeah and also not just that they want to smash them up but they develop a hatred and an aversion the wickedness the wicked the yeah, wickedness, the, the wicked the wickedness. And, even, and even talking about the technology wickedness. creates this <laughs> weird effect on people. So it, it the story centers around a girl called Nikki. Nikki Gore. And Nikki Gore, who lives uh, quite a nice privileged little lifestyle uh, with mummy and daddy. Uh, mummy is apparently pregnant. Uh, well, she yeah. did seem a little bit. So I, I mean, Sonia Graham, the, the actress who played mother, I think she was about 45 when she made this. So in 1975... A forty-five-year-old would be like a grandparent. Yeah, that would be that would be really you know that would be quite a risky pregnancy. And and dad looked uh, was a little bit elderly as well, wasn't he? Yes, with his maybe it was just the pipe. Yeah, I mean the the, the, the first opening scene uh, starts with Nikki doing her homework for an English test for the, fo- the following day. Because she's good with languages, that's uh, important yeah, later. She's, she's very good with languages, and she is uh, so s- sat in the living room. Um, and her dad is there puffing on his pipe with the news on in the Mm. background. Which is actually, when you consider that this was, you know, this was like sort of before tea time, later on slot on children's television, then actually, when you think about it, much of the audience would have been been doing the same thing um, as Nikki and her And her her dad were doing homework, watching watching television I so that's quite you know that's quite an, and i think that's quite a neat bit of direction yeah because it, 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 people can correlate and automatically hook into the protagonist which is nikki um her, his, her dad complains of a headache and the window gets opened 
And that strange noise emanates. Yeah. And meanwhile, on the television news, we see there's all kinds of weird weather, weather phenomena that has started in the phenomena. last... Phenomena. <laughs> yeah. Weird weather stuff that has started in the, last, in the last few days. And then suddenly Daddy gets up and then starts smashing the television. Yes, and then everybody... Everyone starts... Everyone starts smashing things Smashing up. technology. Uh, and they have a, a, a right rumble in the kitchen throwing th- throwing the sort of the, the toaster in, in the, the blend. Blender, the blender and the toaster and killing, killing it. Killing the dishwasher as well, which I was very impressed with. 1975, I mean, a dishwasher, they were... They were really wealthy. They were a, they were a super wealthy They were family. super, super wealthy Super wealthy. Family. Although they did seem to look, live in a sort of a masonette. In Bristol, In Bristol, apparently. yes. Uh, we, we did, it was never named, but we deduced it was Bristol just by the, the se- picture of the Severn Bridge, etc., popping up. Yeah, and uh, so the, 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 the scene then cuts to uh the morning after where mum's saying oh the milk's gonna go off the fridge isn't working uh there's no electricity presumably the the electricity generators have been smashed by the so serves up some white sliced bread and sort of uh a mug of something with milk in it the cordial but god knows how they actually managed to heat up any any hot water because maybe the gas had been switched off as well but maybe that hadn't i don't know maybe they had a cylinder or something overthinking jonathan overthinking overthinking. um so then mummy and nikki have a little bit of a row because nikki wants to go to school and uh, mummy says no you can't possibly go out daddy's going out to find something see what's going on uh, but Nikki then goes to score and walks through these desolated streets with people still smashing up technology. Yes, turning, cars. turning um, a Hillman, a Hillman imp. <laughs> I think uh, a, a burgundy Hillman imp or a yeah. dark coloured Hillman imp. That must have, uh, yeah. I mean, they did use lots of scenes of that Hillman being smashed yeah. a bit. Yeah, I'm, I'm assuming that they that they they re- ram raided a few junkyards to find. It looked like it was in quite good order as well. Well, it was probably broken. <laughs> it probably was. You you, they wouldn't, didn't have the budget to, to smash up a brand new car. So uh, she arrives at school and the school is all boarded up with chains and everything. Says, school closed until further notice. That, that, it, it's very reminiscent, isn't it? I mean, it's like, hmm. Oh, it's, it's like a pandemic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a pandemic of smashing up uh, smashing ma- up technology. Yeah. Uh, and then, so so Nikki then goes home, and parents are then packing up to go to the coast because they hear it's safe in France. But there's no way of actually getting to the coast because all the public transport's been burnt. They might get a cart though. They might get a cart, but they don't. But have they don't a have cart. one. They're not wealthy. They, they missed the last. They could cart. have traded the dishwasher in, but they broke that. Well, who would have bought it? <laughs> I don't the know. They'd have to take the it to wickedness France. of keeping keep, keeping your pots and pans clean. Yeah. <laughs> the wickedness. So, yeah, so so mum mom and so they 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 traipse off all together as a group, but then suddenly, Nick, Nikki Nick, sees a the allure a toaster of, or something. <laughs> I can't remember. Uh, she she sees uh, she's walking down the streets as a family, and uh, they uh, Nikki sees a group of people. The, the sudden weird ooh, the noise the noise cue, happens. Cue sound effect. And then she picks up a big spanner and starts hitting hitting a hillman that the same hillman. Uh, again with a group of other people and mummy and daddy then get disappeared then we have like a sort of a it's quite an, it's, it was quite anxiety laden mm. wasn't it yeah, when she was yeah. trying to find but her parents and the pet yeah it was mu- a well directed yeah uh, mummy and daddy mummy, daddy mummy says where's where's nikki oh no we can't possibly go and daddy said oh sit here i'll go and find her and then there's a couple of scenes where nikki sees dad and then misses Loses him, him and then she heads back to the house so which we think natural 
but Daddy says, goes to Mother and says, I can't find her. We'll come back for her. She's quite resilient. Yeah. There was a slight, <laughs> it's like, the slightly callous bit of parenting. Yeah. Really. Yeah. I didn't yeah. want a girl. Hopefully the next one's a boy. Yeah. Uh, so then and we have a few more scenes with Mum and Dad, but that is the last well, we time s- we actually see yeah, them. So we, so we see Mum and Dad. You know, We've got that kind of dual narrative going on. We've got Nikki at home, at home trying to stay alive and and you know raiding pubs and so on for for for, food. for cream soda not for not for beer and let's, let's be cream let's soda and crisps meanwhile mum and dad are, are sort of part of a a convoy including someone carrying a carpet for or at least yeah. seemed to be a carpet for some reason yeah, I mean, it, maybe it was a very expensive yeah. pile. but uh, then they make their way to the coast presumably mm-hmm. solway estuary or something like to that. To, to go across to and France. then there's this little rowboat <laughs> which i thought oh crikey it's, how are they going to get across to france <laughs> From, from Bristol in a <laughs> rowboat, but anyway, let's not worry about that. And then that's the last time we that's see the last with, time we see with, with rather elderly mother cradling her, her, her belly, her bump, her belly because she's getting sort yes, of she's getting twinges, twinges. So clearly, clearly the baby is on its on its way, which is another reason the plan. Don't forget the plan. Well, not quite as callous as we we're making out because the plan was that uh, they would get to the coast, then she would go on the boat to France. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Dad would go back home to find Nikki but then once the baby's well the baby she's practically she's in labor um that plan has to be abandoned because clearly you know she can't be you know she can't be left alone so they both climb into this dinghy and um that's the last time that's we, the see last we see them and uh, and Nikki sort of she survives she waits about around about 10 days but mommy and daddy don't come back and then she she's out foraging for food so mm. she seems quite resilient and she doesn't really seem she's not very there's no sort of emotion no it's a very you know emotionless performance it, it it's she, she's yeah it, I, I think if it was if it was done now i think there would probably well, there'd be emoting left there'd right be and emoting center. left right and center absolutely um, and there'd be a, a, a more of obvious romantic subplot as well yes yes we'll, we'll get to that in a little bit so uh so nikki is is sort of wandering the streets foraging for food in sort of buildings and and sort of, well, sort of abandoned buildings uh and then she bumps into a, a an elderly man who says you need to get away from here because he's cradling, cradling his, his cat, cat. he's the, very old yeah and, yeah and, uh, when we first started watching that scene i thought, thought the cat was dead yeah we did think the cat was dead i was very upset about well, the cat I know this is a this is what the continuity announcer described as a drama for older children, but I was, I was thinking surely a dead cat is is pushing the. But envelope. then it moved. But then it moved. So, it was so just, we were quite happy. It was a sleepy cat rather than a dead cat. In fairness, I think the cat probably had more more sort of acting emotion than the person that played Nikki. I don't think she's been in much else since, has she? Really? Um, yeah, she's 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 been uh, Victoria Williams. Um, she's done a few things since then. I don't think she's done anything recently, according to Internet Movie Database, obviously. Yeah. Um, but she's she's done the usual, you know, the Casualty, Holby City, Coronation Street, um, Brookside, you know, that that kind of usual stuff. She was in Bedrooms and Hallways, which is one of your favourite oh, movies, isn't it? Oh, yes. Yeah. What, who, who was she in that? Um, I think she was Lady Owner Number Two or something like that. So she wasn't. 
Oh, yes, because the, the, the bed, bedrooms and hallways is uh, it's yeah. an estate. Don't get distracted. Yeah. Don't, don't get, get distracted. distracted. Yeah. We'll, okay. we'll, we'll do a blog. We'll, uh, do, we'll do that. We'll, we'll do, do, we'll do on bedrooms and hallways. On bedrooms and hallways. That's one of the favorite movies. Yeah, very, very funny. Anyway. So, yeah. So... It rocks along nicely. She then befriends a travel, uh, sort of some uh, Sikhs. That's so there's there's a, there's a, an extended Sikh family, lots you know, and they're and they're making their way and in a caravan of yeah, yeah yeah, which for 1975 very forward thinking. It was very yeah, sort of and yeah. they so, say so Nikki befriends one of the so, well, so asked if she can go along to go to the coast so she'd go and meet her parents. There's a little bit of reluctance from them. Uh, because they've got the matriarch of the family which is being pulled along in this this sort of vegetable cart um it's like a street market cart thing where she's being pulled and she, she is obviously the matriarch of the family and rules the roost and initially she says no but then uh vicky uh, nikki warns them don't go down one yeah. way because there's death and destruction because the old man that's given the warning with the cat with the plague said, saying that there's a, there's a problem with the water yeah. and there's that there is there is issues with people dying in that area he won't go with her because he's too old and he's got his cats to look after so nikki goes okay then bye and skips off and then she bumps into the Sikhs. um so she warns them they appreciate the warning and then they allow her to join and also they start dabbling with mechanics they start dabbling with mechanics trying so, to get this this i don't know but the nice it was, a, it was a Land Rover, a, a Land yellow Rover Land Rover, trying to get it started, and and Nikki has has a, her has an reaction a, a, to to that, and then tries to attack them, and 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 so on. So you know, there's there's two. I guess there's a you know, the, the, there's a bit of a mystery there. You know, it's it's not affecting the changes aren't affecting the Sikhs in the way they're affecting. Uh, Nikki. Yeah. So there's a, there's a bit of a mystery there. What was, yeah, what's was, going on? Yeah, so it but also they recognise that Nikki can be a bit of a barometer, at, you know, giving them a clue as to when they might be doing something that is going to attract violence or uh, retribution from people who are affected. So yeah, so it changes. is like having a canary down a mine, sort yeah. of thing. So, uh, so she joins them, and then. They, they follow along the car the sort of the, the caravan to find safety for the Sikh family and then it was it was really interesting because they, they go through a village and in this village there's complete hostility towards the Sikhs uh so there was a lot of racism there and it was very evident in 1970s that there was a lot of racism I mean I was brought up in London and there was hostility to any ethnicity and everything I mean I was quite in a privileged situation because my best friend was called Joanna and uh, her father was uh, was um, from Pakistan and her mother was Scottish, a white Scottish lady. So she was mixed race, but she had sort of, sort of like that sort of hate, well not hatred, but sort of the dislike towards it. But because I was brought up two doors down from them and we were in each other's houses all the time, sort of that sort of thing. Uh, it sort of I had an appreciation for it and uh, it was yeah but so it was very it resonated with me that mm. and uh, but so the story rocks along so I think yeah. the first four episodes yeah. it's a 10 there's 10 there's 24 10, minute episodes yeah, 10, 10 episodes average length about 20 24 25 so minutes I mean the first story the events events happen she joins the Sikhs the, the Sikhs then 
Um, yeah, so they find a farm, basically. They find an abandoned farm and and decide that that's probably a good place for them to 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 stay for a little while. It's it's near a village, but not too near, and is protected from the village by, by the pylons, bad wires, the bad wires, which more, the pylons, more of which later, and um, and they they have lots of skills around blacksmithing and so on, and and they kind of use that as an opportunity to set up some kind of trade with the, the, the villagers. Villagers don't like them and they're not happy about it. They call it. them the devil's children. The devil's children. But um, the skills that they have, um, repairing their their agricultural implements... Because obviously and, they're, they're, and, using, and so they're, they're, they're using old methods of hand... Sort of yeah, cultivating hand the land, hand tilling the soil. Uh, so they, so Nikki works as sort of the a go between, and so she's she's she she's at first she, she's very reluctant to go underneath the pylons, the wickedness. However, she builds up some sort of resistance to it. Yeah, and that's something that we sort of see as this, as the story goes on that the, the diminishing the, 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 the among, with young people anyway. There's a sort of diminishing effect of the of the changes but yes yeah, so so for a while it's all very nice and, and jolly and there's a bit of you know banter between the and appreciation of the workmanship and, and all the rest of it and then <gasps> the bad guys come the to robbers the arrive red led by mr meeker from rent on a horse and say so, so it looks like obviously the i should say that's edward brayshaw yeah the actor <laughs> the, the played mr meeker that there is that there's factions that are obviously created for people to up their importance and these people are just taking over villages and to get control over the villagers they're using brute force and they're kidnapping all yeah. the children so they kill the village they kill the village leader we won't get to see it thankfully yeah. i think it's a little bit more graphic in the book i seem to remember but we don't we don't get to to see that happening but all the children are rounded up and taken to the schoolhouse to the schoolhouse and they're they're locked and they they pile up um lots of flammable material and the threat is that um we will set fire to this and right. kill all your children all right. which actually is quite a brutal idea for a kids tv for a kids show. thing but it, it gets it, it creates more more interest and and what have you and it it, it is quite it's very very threatening i mean that's what you feel in, in, a, in like an apocalyptic time where you can have factions that are going to take control so law and order disappears so they so all the, the children are kidnapped nikki witnesses this she speaks to the sikhs and they are, have a plan to uh rescue yes these. They, they might they 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 they've been busy. We've seen them busy practicing. They've been making swords and daggers and to, to defend themselves because they are very sort of fit physical. Physical. Um, so um, we, and we've we've seen them practicing with all this. So this is their opportunity then to mount a, to mount a rescue. So Nikki and her friend, who's about similar age, part of the Sikh family, they go that they think right. Nikki, you have to get in. So right, they're, they're reluctant to get Nikki involved because it's quite a dangerous yeah. thing but however to rescue the ch get the children, children on and, side and they think that that nikki would be a good person to do that because she would be less threatening to, uh, threatening to, 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 to do to, so to the so uh nikki and the uh, seat girl uh go and do it and the seat girl runs off with her she's been told no she can't get involved but the seat girls are really really good sort of conduit as well mm -hmm. because the matriarch of the family is a storyteller. So in the evening before they all, all retire to bed, 
she tells sort of fables and stories and the Sikh girl when they get they get into the schoolhouse school, school children are obviously a little bit distressed but the Sikh girl grabs their attention by telling them this, uh, sort yeah. of a and story keeps them, keeps them calm keeps them calm and occupied while well, the, Nikki's on the lookout while Nikki's the, on the lookout looking for a, an opportunity to get away from it and then the Sikhs come in to sort of to fight the men and get yeah. rid of them get rid of the yeah. robbers and this and there's a big there's a big fight scene on horseback mm. you know, mr meeker's on horseback not dobbin the pantomime horse no thank goodness goodness but, no Timothy um, Claypole. it's more of a more of a dray horse really <laughs> on, on the back of it so it's a little weird needs must. Needs, must, <laughs> needs must so there's this big fight and of course eventually inevitably the robbers are routed Yes. And the children are rescued, and the villagers join with the. Well, the, 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 the children are rescued, and uh, Nikki sort of, sort of, they, they filter the children out, uh, arm them with stones. So if they see a robber, they can aloft the, the stones to, to stone the robbers, which they do. They chase off one of the robbers that comes behind the tree with a big, wicked chain, and the the the, the robbers set fire to the schoolhouse, thinking the children are inside. But and the, and then the villagers see the smoke coming up, and then the villagers go in there thinking the children are being burnt alive, and then they realise the children are being rescued by what, the devil's children, yeah. the two girls, and then the villagers then arm because two of the Sikhs have been killed in the in in, in, the, in the tussle, and then the villagers go up there, and then it seems to be that is so they chase off those, they get get rid of the robbers, and that that sort of ends that story because then the Sikhs think. It's time for Nikki to go yeah, to yeah. follow her journey. To to segue neatly into the to second book. Second book, Hearts, Hearts Ease is the name yes. of the second book. So, so it turns out that Nikki has an aunt who lives somewhere in the Cotswolds, and that's the right place for her to. So she goes go. off on, on quite a rickety horse cart. Yeah, with and we can't think what could possibly go wrong, go wrong with, with, a wobbly wheel. with a wobbly wheel. So she's she's being carted along on that. But they're not going through Shipton. No, because Shipton people are a bit weird in Shipton. Oh, very weird. Shipton. But sadly, sadly the wheel falls, the wheel falls off, off, and the carter runs for help. <laughs> Nikki's been rendered unconscious, but before the carter returns, return. she wakes up and wanders off. <gasps> no, in, in Shipton. Shipton, and she stumbles. She she goes into a barn and uh, falls asleep, and that's when we meet the Shipton. High Sheriff or self-nominated. Well, the weirdos. Is that Davy? Davy Gordon. Davy Gordon. Mr. Gordon. Mr. Mad Gordon. Davy. Because for some reason, uh, Nikki manages to to take the break. There's there's a there's a wicked tractor in this. Well, she doesn't in, seem in to be the, affected the, by the, the machinery, does she? No, she she seems to be pretty pretty immune to so the she, effect she, of the she, she falls asleep. Uh, and the she hears she hears voices. She climbs. I think she tries to just try and hide in the tractor. Ends up knocking the brake off, so it it then rumbles along and knocks over some some petrol some petrol cans, and then she's she's rumbled. She's rumbled, and, and then Davy says declares her a witch, and she needs to be trialed. 
So trialed, trialed, a witch trial. I mean, tried, tried, tried. Well, it was a trial. It was a trial. She <laughs> wasn't trialed. That's what that's what you do when you try something out. So anyway, uh, so naturally, it goes along with that. Uh, she gets tried. She gets declared a witch. She gets put up in a, another schoolhouse. Yeah. So there's, yeah, there's lots of schoolhouses. But the family who owned the barn that she was caught in, there's brother and brother and sister, sister Jonathan, Jonathan and Margaret, Margaret and mum and dad. Dad is in the thrall of Davy Gordon. Mum is on the verge of, of a, a nervous, nervous, break. nervous breakdown. Jonathan and, and Margaret are a bit uh, shocked and taken aback by this turn of events that this young girl is, 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 has been tried as a witch and is going to be stoned, stoned, to, stoned death. to death. I mean, obviously, the Davy is in, uh, has creative control yeah he, uh, he's a he's basically he's he's a religious maniac who has who has um used his powers of manipulation and influence to take over this this village and turn the turn the villagers into equally well, maniacal th- religious people in fairness i quite i really like margaret and jonathan uh because I, I think they could actually act the people yeah. that they are because margaret got very emotional uh over a horse and you know me. scrubs 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 the horse scrubs the horse uh so they rescue her uh, so it rollups yeah. along really nicely so there's a caper, there's a caper involving the 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 tractor because clearly jonathan is not affected, affected. and he hasn't been affected and he hasn't at been all. affected he he has a he, he was a mechanic in the docks that's a plot point mm-hmm. uh, a mechanic in the the gloucester docks um and was very mechanically minded and is really miserable at having been um, parted f- forced back to the family to look after family the farm to look after the cows so so yeah so they, they mount a, a rescue operation mm-hmm. a bit of a reverse of fortune really now that N- Nikki's gone from rescuer mm. to someone requiring to be to be rescued Skewed. yes and uh, so she gets rescued she can't walk very far because she's she's hurt a leg but she can't work out which leg she's actually hurt um but hey that's beside the point uh she gets rescued um they uh, jonathan declares that there's a tugboat which has been fully renovated he's yeah, that's st- what he was working on that's what he's working on he's ensured everything is working totally fine yes and it is stocked up with food and the general plan was he was going to escape with his sister now his sister really quite obviously she's she likes her ponies and she yeah. actually quite likes the life yeah the so margaret life. doesn't really want to escape so no. she decides that she's going to stay at home mm-hmm. um while uh, jonathan and nikki escape, so escape on to the horses, france. To france we're still going to france we're still going to france so going to fight so, so to reunites uh with the parents nikki with the parents so they just they go off that, that way and then margaret gets found found out and yeah. she gets so so nikki and jonathan they're on the hearts hearts heartsies which is kind of hard to say really heartsies the trug the trug, tug the tug. tug um and they're 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 chugging on down the gloucester canal, the canal. They're, they're planning the, to go at, they're, they're planning to go at nightfall uh to get through so yeah. people don't notice uh but say yeah. margaret so yeah. unfortunately lets the cat out of the bag yeah. when well, she's, she's, yeah. she's well, threatened I mean, she's, by she's, Davy. she's threatened because they, they found uh, bit after after rescuing nikki jonathan set fire to the schoolhouse um, to, to cover their tracks a, a little bit but unfortunately he left his pen he left knife. his pen knife with his, his initials on it so so 
David Gordon puts two and two together and and then there's already been some dialogue around how Jonathan and Margaret were off together uh, trying to see off some cattle rustlers and all the rest of it. So he quickly realises that Margaret must be involved in the plot, uses some very crude... He's very threatening. Crude and threatening behaviour. So eventually Margaret does divulge some of the some of the plan not everything but some of the plan um but then she's even though she's locked in the in, in her bedroom she manages to escape and and davy gordon and the 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 villagers with their Pitch pitchforks and so on are they have, a, they have a ramble down to the yeah to, to, they're, to the, the they're, they're sauntering down on a stop off for a couple of beers yeah well <laughs> local pub while margaret is on scrubs um, galloping down and manages to warn Jonathan that they're rumbled and they need to leave ASAP. And, uh, and they arrange because they've got all these swing bridges, so rather so they, they arrange for her to go go forward on scrubs to undo the the the, uh, the swing bridges to so, to get out, so it's easier, so they can just they can go full 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 point ahead. Uh, and the local villagers highlight this to Davy and his gang and. They go to a bridge. Then there's lots of nonsense yeah. with regards to setting setting a smoke bomb off or setting a fire on top of the boat to look like it's going to be abandoned. They have a switchover of clothes yeah. between so Margaret. Mar- Mar- yeah. and so Nikki. Margaret is pretending to be Nikki and galloping off on on the horse, so to act as a, Di- a, as a decoy, a diversion, and I get the you know to to get the villagers to follow. But unfortunately, Davy stays on the swing bridge mm. on his horse, and I think this is where Dave, uh, where Margaret and Jonathan's dad suddenly thinks, "No, this yeah. is this is wrong," and pushes him off the uh, has a tussle. He falls off off the horse over the, the bridge and into the canal, yeah. and he can't swim. Yeah. Now this is an interesting bit of one of the many diversions from the source material, but actually, I seem to remember that in the book. Uh, Margaret on the horse comes galloping along the bridge and knocks uh, Davy Gordon in, into the water. So they made a bit of a switch there so that... It was more user-children friendly. Yes, yeah, so it's probably better that the, the father has a tussle rather than... Because it's adults having a tussle. Yeah, rather than Margaret um, knocking him off the bridge with her and plus horse. it lines it up that so Margaret will be forgiven when she's because she, she's heading back home to be with yeah. her mother and when dad goes home that will be all okay yeah. so you've pretty much sort of signposting all of that the boat then escapes Davy's been killed so that's the end of that yeah. particular got the bridge story open. father opens a bridge to let Jonathan and and Nikki get through uh, and pass through into the past the last bridge and it's the estuary, into the Severn estuary. and, and then, then we segue into the third book which the weathermongers the weathermongers and the boat suddenly had to develop uh, an engine fault but it can't actually well, it's a mysterious it's a mysterious engine, engine fault, fault. There's, 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 there's thunder there's thunder there's but in a clear sky and the little bit there's some of the thing there's some noise the noise comes back and there's something something you know, not right something not right and then there's this bolt of do you have a bolt of lightning? Or? A bolt of lightning hits. They they they, they drift to the, the shore so they can so they can yeah. they start the engine. He starts the engine. They set off again from shore. Then it gets stuck with lightning, and then they have to jump in because yeah, the, boat the whole thing blows up. Blows up, uh, and then they swim to the shore, and then they get they, they so they're drying out under a uh, under a tree, and then they get discovered by a helpful helpful chap. 
Yeah. And which is very nice because there's a, there's a couple that had moved from London to live off grid. Yeah. And they were clearly sort of harnessing the whole kind of new, you know, hippie new age kind of thing that I guess was 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 a thing back was a in, thing, in the was a thing that, and it's more and more popular now but they'd moved out to wales to live in a uh, live in this cottage off grid so they're more self they were self-sufficient and everything but they did that before all this happened mm. and they're all very nice mm. they are very nice they're mm. very welcoming yeah. they give food they give comfort they lend them a couple of horses they mention about the hill yeah. where everything and comes from the hill but they don't really want to go to yeah, the yeah. hill and they basically they, they serve their purpose which is a bit of exposition and and some more information to propel the, the the story along they talk about the necromancer's weather they talk about the mysterious energy force or mis- power source beyond the hills um so yeah so there's enough information being dropped into in into so nikki nikki instantly. to give a reason for nikki and jonathan then to move on to the next the next adventure. phase of the adventure so rather than, i mean because jonathan's saying well should we not get to france and she, nikki says no i need to see what's going on what's caused this mm. because if i can put it right then she's obviously putting herself in the hero role if i can put it right then i want to put it right yeah. but this is also i think i mean maybe maybe that's what i picked up there was that, that she's she's being drawn Mm. There, there's there's an element there that she's being pulled to that to that, that direction towards whatever it is that we're assuming is so the is the source of the of the changes so they get to the hill uh, the horses bolts they then walk to the quarry where yeah, so they find a qu- they, they wander through the woods they hear uh, wolves or dogs but howling that we don't see and they're, they're they're a bit sort of freaked out by that and then they find themselves in a quarry yeah and there's and a they meet mr furbelow but mr furbelow he li- lives in the caravan and well, he doesn't he lives in the he he goes to the caravan but actually he lives in, in a cave in the cave um where all the happening happens so we have a more exposition where he says that they were mining they heard some noises and since then it's all gone to pot yeah and they've been warned, Merlin assume, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, in Latin. Mm. Um, so it goes back to the stories yeah. of Merlin. Yeah. Um, so they 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 go into the the, the cave with Mister Furbelow and and they have this conversation. But then suddenly the the noise comes. I think there's an electric torch involved. Yeah. The noise comes. Mister Furbelow is talking about how he won't like it and he'll be angry with that we don't know who he, he is, is but um there's definitely something weird going on he he ushers nikki and jonathan out out of the the cave and, shuts, and the shuts the door behind them so then they go into the caravan which he's still using and mm-hmm. sh- he was the clerk of works of the of, of the quarries and he was there when the blasting operation that seems to have and that well essentially Disrupted. they find his diary Mm-hmm. where he chronicles conveniently the whole whole event the more whole exposition a more, more, bit more exposition from from mr furbelow's diary so they they found they sort of found something in the cave and he's and it and he has been pulled into this kind of um i don't know how you would describe it he's probably he's the guard he is he's self-appointed himself as the guardian however yeah. and he's tried to use they found he, they found a power source and everybody got freaked out and right and left 
but Mr. Furbelow was pulled towards it and he tried to use the the power, but he inadvertently ended up waking something up. Yes. That should have been left and sleeping. It's so that they sort of get him out of the so that they have through some nonsense get yeah, him out they, they uh, trick him uh, they, they get him out of the cave he falls down um they put him in the caravan and then they go back in and they go through the caverns and what have you with uh, sort of with their sort of sort of lanterns lit lanterns and there's a dialogue between which we don't really know we don't really hear well, we, the dialogue we don't hear the dialogue we hear but, it, hear, but he, Nikki finds this big rock that, that mis- with a mysterious pulsing, glow pulsing that, we, that we've seen in the closing uh, titles of all the episodes yeah. up without any explanation what it is but now we, we see this this strange rock and there is there is a, a voice emanating but a very muffled voice and it is saying Marilyn assume etc 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 which Nikki because of her facility with lang- languages which includes Latin mm-hmm. it seems has has translated as as meaning something like you know um, I'm Marilyn don't wake me up or something yeah. like that or t- if you wake me you'll disturb the balance of the world which is essentially what has what has happened he's been awoken or the force has been awoken and the balance of the world has been has been disturbed so Nikki has some kind of psychic, psychic dialogue and, yes. and tells it's not his Commons, time. Merlin that that um, some you know the, the balance of the world has been disturbed and it's not it's not his time and in that dialogue it seems that the force that we've associated with Merlin mm-hmm. um, in the book is actually Merlin. Mm-hmm. Um, not not a force, but hey ho. Um, I mean, in in the story, it sounds like Merlin was was strong enough to control the force. Yeah. when and that he was the source around. of of Merlin's powers. Power. Um, and it sort of seems that that Nicky is in that kind of mold of being. Str- right, Mr. Furbelow was wasn't. not. He was a weak mind, and that's when it all went to shit. Shit. Uh, so the, the, everything starts rumbling. The rock caves, the rocks start falling down, so it's like enclosing on itself. So Jonathan and Nikki run out of the cave uh, while everything goes and sort of lots of boulders come down and everything. So Merlin is sort of rebooting and sort of going. Sort yes, of, he's going back to. He's sleep. going back to on standby mode. Yes, and then and they, everything goes back to, to, normal. to normal. And then they, so they get to the caravan. Mister Furbelow was waking up and cannot have any yeah. recollection of he anything. There's no that's memory. There's no memory happened. of what's happened. And then they jauntily skip off as if everything's going to be okay. Yeah. And that's the end of it because Nikki has this complete belief that the parents are going to come back, everything's going to be okay, and it ends. Yeah. And it was ooh, okay. Yeah. I mean, could you imagine as a child, the thing like, "Oh, I'm just going to bob to the loo." Or mommy's calling me to have my fish fingers, yeah. bit of fish finger and beans, uh, and you go back and you think, what have I missed? Yeah. So, <laughs> so it so, was an abrupt so, ending. Yeah. So I mean, I, th- I guess we should talk a little bit about the production side of, 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 of the changes. And mm-hmm. as I've alluded to several times, is you know, a really pretty abridged version of of of, of the, quite a mammoth of, book. Yeah. There's, it's, it's a fairly sizable sizable set of books um so it's been it's been fairly you know i think freely adapted 
by Anna Hume is the is the term that sometimes sometimes used Banded around, <laughs> uh, not least because um, there is a there is a certain acceleration and abruptness to to the resolution of the of of, of the story. It does all kind of resolve itself really really quickly. Um, so they run out of film. Well, it's not so much. <laughs> well, maybe they run out of budget, um, or maybe there, there was less story to tell because you know most of the first half is taken up with the first book about the, or this the, the third book depending on the way they want to think about it um around the the, the adventures with the with the the, the Sikhs, um, the devil's children the devil's children whereas the the other the sort of like the second half would be split into two uh, two blocks of five the second half is is a pretty condensed version of Heartsease and the weather and, and and the weather mongers so mm. it's it's quite a compressed bit of storytelling and some of it uh, you know what we have to recognize is that nikki gore is not a character in either of those of either of those books so there's whole subplots that have been discarded ab- abandoned and nikki has been put is is taking the role of several different character characters and, and th- i think part of that compression makes means that there has to be a bit of exposition and and st- stuff like that to to propel the I mean, propel uh, the story along. What I what I really liked about it is the first it starts off and it is quite disturbing and there is a, that unease going through it which even watching it now sort of 43 years later 44 years later 45 years later. Oh my gosh. You have never seen it before. This was and, your uh, first. Yeah, it's my it's my it's first yeah. airing and yeah, yeah. Uh, it it really it did capture the first few episodes really are quite tense. Mm. They are very plot-driven. Although Nikki yeah. isn't really emoting too much, but then again, you could maybe say that well, her motivation was that she was the conduit for Merlin yeah. or the the yeah. power. It, you could you could say that perhaps it was an, a, a part of the effect of deliberate. the of the changes on on her. So, um, do you want to hear my changes? Go on. Story. What's your changes story? Okay, so I saw. The changes um, at its first airing in 1975. I would have been um, six. Well, I, w- I would actually. I my 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 sixth birthday would have been between episodes one and two mm-hmm. at its first at its first airing. Now, five six years old is too young to actually really lay down any kind of significant memories. So I was in a really peculiar position of knowing that I'd seen a TV show that had had actually had a big big impact on me and I and some very sort of s- strong snapshot memories but I had no idea what it was about what it was even what it was called I I I'd, all it left me with was was some strong like impressions plus a lifelong uh, uneasiness around electricity pylons um and it wasn't until the advent of the uh, of the internet and Google and so on, and I a few creative uh, Google searches uh, using whatever fragments of memory that I had about it that I eventually worked out that um, that it was the changes, and I found a few a few fragments on 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 YouTube, and that confirmed it because it sort of reinforced some of my vague mm-hmm. vague memories about it. Um, but this is the first time I've actually seen it since i think well it's not actually i think i also remember watching it it was repeated the next year and i've got vague memories of 
of watching it as on on the reruns as well but i've not you know it's been 45 years since i've actually seen it i've read the books mm-hmm. um once i tracked it down and, and worked out what it was i thought well i'll get the books and 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 i've read i've read them but but um but just a really you know really odd that i had such a strong impressions from this tv show without the foggiest idea what it was what it was about who was in it what it was called <laughs> but it, it is unnerving it is an unnerving thing um, held by the music have to say the music i really like is really good paddy kingsland one of the the mainstays of the bbc radiophonics workshop um using a mixture of synth plus um a small a small band mm-hmm. um creating a really evocative sound it was very emotive wasn't it yeah. so it, it's it, I, it was great it, i i really really enjoyed it some of it was a little bit hokey but it's of its time but for its time it was very probably forward thinking yeah and, and uh, I wasn't the only person who le- who left an impression on of the older children. I was too young to watch it, you know. Mm. It was definitely I was not in the age group to to watch it. But w- once you know, there are many many people of my age or probably a bit older who have um, very strong memories of 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 the changes. I mean, the DVD we got was the BFI. It was a BFI version of it. Unfortunately, there's sadly not much many. There's no extras. There's just just some still photography. Some still photography. I think there, I think there's scope. There's probably scope for some, some kind of documentary. Yes. Extras. I, I think it on p- it potentially. It could. But it was a very. I think it was a very groundbreaking. You know what we we, we would say now. It's very much in the mould of what we now think of as the you know the YA, mm. um, young adult, yes. um, dystopian. Um, it's, it's like Hunger. You know, it's almost like Hunger Games or. Um, yeah, you know the Maze Runner. And, yeah, so and, and it, it so is on. very much along those lines where you've got the protagonist, which is a strong female, and her journey. And I think, in fairness, it would probably be really good if they they revisit it and they did an up to date version with regards to technology, with in, with the sort of with the whole internet and everything collapsing on that way. I think it would make quite an interesting concept uh, i think so I, for me i think if the if there was ever a suggestion of i uh, no, it wouldn't be f- i don't think it would be remaking it i think it would be uh, reimagining 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 it and perhaps in a less tightly compressed uh, way, i mean in fair, be more respectful i'm not i'm not saying it was disrespectful but having perhaps a bit more respect for the source mm. material you know perhaps reflecting the fact that actually it's not the Nicky Gore story throughout the whole the whole thing there are other characters because the whole idea of the weathermonger of some sort of special powers that people have started to develop with an effect the effect of the changes that they can then Mm -hmm. begin to influence weather you know all of those subplots that are abandoned actually are are really quite interesting would be quite interesting to explore that perhaps yeah a little bit more maybe a feature a feature a, a trilogy of films, or maybe a Netflix. Um, yeah, Netflix. If you're listening yeah, Netflix, to this, if you're listening to Netflix or Amazon Prime, yes, Amazon um, Prime. Yeah. Other streaming services it's are available, yeah, but those are the two main ones. And but yeah, I think it would really work because that it's really it was really good. We binged it over two nights, and I really enjoyed it. And I say that's quite peculiar because I know some of Rob's suggestions of like 
sort of like what are you seeing jonathan yeah, I mean, admittedly, most of my stuff is just pulp nonsense. Yeah, all of your stuff is is pretty much the same story being retold many times, mm. but my stuff is very diverse and unusual and and, and challenging. Yes, yeah, diverse and interesting, sweetie. Yes. <laughs> There's only so many times you can watch Ferris Bueller's Day Off without wanting to to throw a shoe at the television. <laughs> John Hughes film, amazing. So, anyway, so we would love to know what you thought about this series. Unfortunately, it's not available on YouTube, so you would actually have to invest in the DVD. Uh, but it is worth it. It is. It is, really. And so we would love to let you know. We are on all social media platforms at, at Antique Dust. Um, I'm Jonathan. And I'm Rob. And together, we are Antique Dust. Ooh. And next week, we are doing Chocky. Woo! Are we? Yes, we're doing Chocky. Oh, yes. Okay. Hurrah! Okay. Well, I'm just off to smash a toaster. Oh really? Oh, not the Jewelette. No, no, not the not the Jewelette. <laughs> you can get the one we've got free in the Gus and Kay's catalogue. Yay! <laughs> Woo! <laughs> anyway, from, from Jonathan and Rob, we will wish you a good day and uh, let us know what you think. Anyway, bye bye. Bye. This has been an Antique Dust production.